today on The Breakdown. There's five left in the 2018 PCA main event. Over a million dollars looms for the first place winner. And it's a blind battle of Sean Buchanan and Maria Lampropoulou. These guys are aggressive. They're smart. They're successful. And now they're on The Breakdown. We're going to talk about it right now with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I think this is actually the second hand we've done between these two players at this final table. And I think Sean Buchanan had the same hand both times. Really? Back when this first came out and it was just the live stream, there was a, sh- a hand where Sean Buchanan had a seven off. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was an interesting breakdown. We did it like the beginning of 2018. Really? I don't remember that at all. Well, I can guarantee it. Okay. And Great. Um, yeah, it was like a weird pot that I can't remember the details of. And now we're going to have a hand where Sean Buchanan is against the same opponent at the same final table with a seven again. We're sure it's not the same hand, right? Positive. Great. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Yeah. The other one was where she was coughing all the time. You probably remember that a little bit. She was like sick at the final table. She wasn't the one who was going like super slowly, was she? Oh. And was sick. Yeah, yeah. I kind of do remember that. All that stuff. Um, Yeah. I mean, what can you do? You know, it's January. People are sick. You make day five of an event. You're not going to like not go, but everybody's like, ah, you're coughing all over me. Yeah. Yeah. Those things. I mean, it's January in the Bahamas, right? She didn't like... Start in the Bahamas when she was. She started the tournament in the Bahamas. No, the tournament starts in Florida and slowly moves its way south. <laughs> it's warm in Florida too. No, not in certain parts. There's microclimates, Levy. <laughs> Don't you know about microclimates? I know about. My- of course, I do. Anyway, okay, good. All right, so Maria Lampropolo and Sean Buchanan. Lampropolo hit the scene pretty hard with this event and a previous event from the same yeah. year. Buchanan's well, been around since the heyday of, of the moneymaker era. It's actually not technically the same year, but it's within the same like nine-month period, right, right? sure. Where in April of 2017, she won the Party Poker Millions Live event for $1.25 million. Over 1,200 people were in that event. Super impressive. Very impressive. Sean Buchanan, of course, has a long and impressive resume. Most of the players who were having consistent success at the time he was are no longer having consistent success. Correct. But he is. He was like a guy who made a bunch of the early WPT final tables and stuff. Yeah, he's uh, almost $7 million in total live earnings at this point. And that's without high rollers, right? He doesn't really... Maybe he's played a couple high rollers, he doesn't but not, play a, lot of not them, a ton no. of them. No, no, he's had to like grind out the smaller stuff. This final table, by the way, is brutal. It's got Lampropoulou, Buchanan, Corey Aldemir, and Adrian Mateos are four of the final five. Right, and the, the fifth guy is a Canadian amateur who is horrible oh yeah based on stuff i saw him do earlier oh, in, the, funny. in the tournament um this hand was suggested by evan denninghoff and Giannis antetokounmpo no oh no it's Giannis selenitis but also spelled differently but close cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool though if if Giannis antetokounmpo suggested. but you know what it is cool that Giannis selenitis did suggest it i also. do appreciate it Giannis. Yeah. thank you uh of course they suggested on twitter we are the poker guys on twitter Use find the us to find us. You know, if you can't, you probably don't know how to listen to a podcast, so you wouldn't yeah. be listening anyway. That's a good point. Yeah, won't be hard to find us. But do you know? Suggest hands over that, and uh, you know, timestamp it, include a YouTube link, do things like that. Actually, I got a suggestion over text from somebody a few days ago. Someone I, a, a, a coaching student of mine, actually, who um, 
sent me the, I, I had to ask for a YouTube link. I got sent a YouTube link, but it was a four and a half hour YouTube link. So I had to ask for when in the thing it was. If this guy wasn't a coaching client, I never, I never just never looked. You at should it. have blocked his number. I decided he's a good guy. And no, you okay. block his number next time. You have he's to, a good guy. You expect you're, you're negotiating with terrorists right now is what you're doing. <laughs> like you expect this to stop now. You will have one. Yeah. That Anybody is. who has your number is just going to be sending you YouTube links without any sort of context <laughs> for the rest of your life. Now, congratulations. That's, just, that is what you have wrought. Okay. Well, bring it on people. I'm not afraid of anything anymore. I'll block you straight away. That's what I'll do. Don't me? Be, anybody who I sends understand. me. If you text me a YouTube link, guess what? Blocked. I, what if I send you a funny dog video or oh, something? Oh, funny dog video? Guess what? Blocked. <laughs> what else you got? What if I timestamp the funny dog video though? You get one more chance. Okay. Yeah. One more chance? That not that all you need me to do? Oh, because it's got to be on Twitter. Yep. Right. Okay, that's fair. Yep. So, you know, don't, don't end up like Jonathan getting blocked. Even if the dog video is great. Which it is. <laughs> there, I'm sure there are a lot of wonderful dog videos I'm out there. Sure, there are. Man's best friend and all. <laughs> yeah, that's relevant. Okay, so <laughs> so the blinds are 40 and 80k. We are five handed. Jonathan, what are the payouts? Fifth well, and first, at least. I'm super glad you asked. First place is about 1.2 million. Hold on, I just got to call this up now because my phone is on lockdown. Grant, is it but because it's... I blocked you too many times? <laughs> <laughs> the phone broke. <laughs> What did you do, Grant? All right, it's coming up now. God, this is a total disaster. I had this all up and ready to go, ready for this conversation, I swear. But now it won't let me get there. Go well, back. We are not, such a disaster. We are not the Marines. We are not prepared. So. Uh, I think I finally did it, but it wasn't worth it. All right, so first place is $1,081,000. Fifth place is two hundred and ninety, a little less than $294,000. So everybody's feeling pretty good, but pretty tense. Yeah, and just to give you a sense of it, the next money jump is a little less than 100. It's like 80K. The next one is 373. 80K of real money sounds pretty good. Yeah. But also 1.1 million sounds pretty good. So much better. This is one of those things where people don't understand, but like if you've already made the final five, you've already locked up that 293,000 and extra, and you don't win any more money, it is a little bit devastating because you're staring at another $800,000 in the face and you don't win it. Even though yeah. you did just, someone hands you, you know, 294K does solve some wounds, of course. Yeah. But that's why people are upset when they, when they go out, even after they make a lot of money in poker tournaments because they, they've already locked up that other money. Now they're going for more. Yeah. And they failed. My closest thing being a fifth place finish in a World Series event. Got it. Fi- you know, fifth place in a World Series event sounds great, right? Yeah. For like 91K. But first being almost 400K, right. I, I didn't feel upset when I busted, but I didn't feel happy like 91K was amazing. I felt like kind of numb to it. Just like, okay, I'll collect my money and like process this later. I wish I w- had won that last hand. Mm. You know, that's kind of how I was feeling. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, b- big money to win. Obviously. Big money to win. And uh, these are some big time players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this is the legit spot. 40K, 80K are the blinds. And Maria, I believe, is the chip leader. She has 5.6 million and a nasty cough. And uh, she's in the small blind in Sean Buchanan's big blind, and he has 4.4 million. So they might be the two chip leaders. It's quite mm-hmm. possible. How many blinds is the effective stack then? What do we say? Uh, Buchanan has about 54 blinds. Great. Is the effective stack 55 blinds? Yeah. Um, so she's in the small blind with queen three off, queen of clubs, three of spades, and she does something that I like quite a bit. She raises, but she raises to 275k. At 40K, 80K, from yeah. small to big. Yeah, so three she's and a half. Adjusting to having a good player in the big blind and being like, okay, you're going to have to fold a decent right. amount of your range now. Right, yeah. Do you really want to do this? Because it's going to be pricey. Yeah. 
going to be pricey a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Now, Buchanan can't fold because he has an ace. And the yeah. blind versus blind, he's got a seven, as I mentioned before. Ace of diamond, seven of spades, and his 55 blinds. And he's going to call. He could three bet, but the, the sizing also might make him feel like he shouldn't three bet. I assume she's sizing like this when it folds to her and she's right. raising from the small blind. But it's, you know, when you're, when you're also the two chip leaders, the money jumps are what they are. He doesn't really necessarily want to get into a huge confrontation with her if he can avoid it. Calling really mitigates a lot of stuff. He is in position. He has a good hand. He knows she's very aggressive. You know, he can pot control and do really well here with this hand. I like calling most of the time. I do, too. It just kind of sucks. Like, everything sucks, right? Like, yeah. three betting and, and getting called sucks. Three, be- three betting and getting anything but a fold sucks. Correct. Uh, getting four bet, of course, is the end of the hand. You just fold. Of course. Which is no fun. It's hard to flop well with ace-seven offsuit. And in a hand against an aggressive opponent, you're going to have to call a lot with ace high, maybe twice, you know, and that kind of sucks. Depending on the board. Yeah. Yeah. So she is quite aggressive. The problem is she's aggressive enough to triple barrel and it's really hard to call three streets with just ace high, especially like she might sometimes be bluffing with a better hand, which would be a total disaster. Right. Um, Probably not that often, but it's possible. So, but anyway, but yeah, but right now we don't have to worry about that as Sean Buchanan. We're just going to see a flop. We don't have to put any more chips in if we really don't want to. Depending on the board, that's good. Well, we're going to want to. Yeah. The pot's 600K and the flop is seven high. Yeah. And it's a pretty clean seven high, seven four deuce rainbow. That is great. So, yeah, we're going to want to put chips in the pot. Yeah. And uh, Maria lets us just take her chips because she puts chips in the pot first. Okay. So she's going to bet 230. She's got queen high. Reasonable to bet. I. What do you think about the sizing? 230 and a 600. Could make it smaller even. You could. You're going to get a lot of calls, I think. Yeah, he's going to call with King-10 and stuff. Yeah, he just is going to feel forced to. So I like having it not be too small. So you can just get rid of some of that stuff. But you're going to get a lot of calls. Yeah. Now, it feels obvious, but this is a call from Sean, right? Yeah. Or should he raise? It'd be crazy to raise. I mean, crazy is a little strong. But I don't think... I think the way we make money, especially against our very aggressive opponent, very, very bluffy opponent... We make so much more money by calling than by raising. Yeah, I agree. The uh, The only thing that we're missing out on is value from sixes, fives, any four, and any deuce, because she's going to call with those hands if he raises. Um, she's going to call right now, but I don't yeah. know if she's going to call three streets. Yeah, and but are we going to try and get three streets? Like, if we're not trying to get three streets, why are we raising anyway? Just to protect? Nah, it's, it's for value, mostly. Value, but we're not going to bet turn and river, are we? Depends on the run out. Really? So if she calls our raise... And it runs out clean, deuce, deuce. Let's say we're going to go bet, bet by the river. It's going to be a lot yeah, of her stack. She's, she's calling with over pairs, right? Yeah. I don't think we are. So then it's, we're, not gonna, we're not going for four streets of value anyway when we're in position. I don't know why we're raising here. Yeah, I just always want to explore spots to expand the raising no, range. I think it's great. I totally support. It sounded like you thought it was horrible and you wish I never said anything. No, I, I, I was glad you said it. I just think now that we've explored it, it's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea, too. Yeah. But this is the kind of hand where you is, could at least consider it. This is the curse of Grant. Yeah. I have to be the exploratory one, and Jonathan gets to be like, uh, you know what? That's fucking stupid. And I have to be like, you're right, but we're trying to explore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Magellan it's, got it right the first time? It's not my, well, if Magellan went exploring a toilet bowl, it would, you know, he, wouldn't learn, he wouldn't find anything, okay? you got to go out in the ocean at least. Okay, so what would your exploratory thing on this flop be besides raising and Sean Buchanan? 
There wouldn't be one. Oh, How about okay. That? I, actually, Someone challenged her to stay in the basement. <laughs> I think um, we could talk about her sizing and how she si- how she might size it, her bet differently. You think she could make board. it bigger or something? Um, well, she bet, what, like three blinds, basically, after raising yeah. three and a half. That seems really fine. The problem is, I think as Lampropolu, we have to understand we're getting called by a lot of king highs and stuff like that, and ace highs. And we probably have to bet a, a fair amount of turns. Yes. Which sucks with queen three off, but I think we just have to do it. Sometimes we're going to turn okay and turn some equity, but a lot of time we're just going to not, and I think we're supposed to bet anyway. That, that's the only thing. The dream is the size. queen on the turn. That's the dream right there. That's pretty darn good. Also, a, uh, a five is good, right? A that five makes us open-ended. Makes us open-ended yeah. Queen ace, is better, but... We would probably be happy with an ace, even though it would be bad for us against Buchanan, yeah. because then we can rep the ace and we get the gut shot. Yeah, we'd be pretty thrilled with an yeah. ace, I agree, even though it would be bad. Yeah. He might even raise an ace. Probably would, unless he was slow playing. Anyway. Yeah, he might. But anyway, she bets 230. He calls. That's all standard and normal yeah. and the correct way to do this, most likely, uh, unless there's something we haven't yet Magellaned. Uh, so 1.06 million in the pot. But guess what? It's nitrogen sports poker time. Here we go. Here we go. Bring it on in. Everybody come over here now. I got something to say to y'all. You guys might not know this because it doesn't seem possible, <laughs> but Jonathan came up with that on the spot. That was not pre-planned. He everybody, everybody. <laughs> he didn't write that down. He didn't furiously write in his, his journal book. My journal. Your journal, your diary. You love to call it a diary. Everyone look over here. Look over here now. This is the thing I got to say. All right. So what is it you want to say about nitrogen sports poker? <laughs> when you go to nitrogen, don't you know you can bet all you want. Whenever you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That was really well done. Um, the ad is amazing. We did it, Grant. The ad is amazing. Uh, there are some things I probably should say yeah. so that they keep letting us do these ads. What? Um, if you use the link in the description, you get access to our exclusive Poker Guys listeners and viewers only monthly tournament. Yeah. It is a 0.1 millibit buy-in, a 100 millibit guarantee. That is a 1,000 times the buy-in guarantee, and we never get more than 80 players. Obviously, you should get in there. They also have sports betting. They also have gambling. They also sometimes have Jonathan rapping. I oh, guess. man. That was that was just uh, off the top of my head. I was freestyling that. You may not believe it because it rhymed, but totally freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already mentioned that. I think I already mentioned that. <laughs> Do a freestyle about Maria and Sean here. Do like, what? A fr- okay. About Maria and Sean. Sure. Maria likes to bet. Sean's got an ace. <laughs> Maria's going to not be able to save face if she doesn't find a fold somewhere. <laughs> oh, look over there. It's Sean Buchanan. <laughs> yeah, you nailed that. You're welcome, music world. Kanye is going to steal that. I was just thinking about Kanye. Yeah. Just as you said that, I was like going to work Kanye in because it felt like... Because you sound like a psychotic <laughs> person and he is a psychotic person. Is that why? I mean, that's got to be some of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the only reason, but sure, that's a factor. He's more talented than you by a little bit. I feel this, that his talent is overrated and my talent is underrated when we're talking about specifically hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> That's a very popular opinion. All right. So 1.06 million in the pot. Buchanan's got a seven off on a four, seven deuce board. Lampropolu has just queen high with queen three. The turn is another seven. Yeah. Good card for Mr. Buchanan. Lock it up. It's over. Paging Mr. Buchanan. (laughs) (laughs) Now what are you doing? It's the second podcast of the day, man. This is what happens. 
We had you a big break it. between them, though. You should be able to reconstitute you yourself. You would think, but I'm, I'm, really, I'm really leaning into it this time, you know? Leaning you into know, the crazy. <laughs> my problem is one time you'll lean in so far, you'll just fall off the edge and you won't be able to come back. But that sounds kind of delightful, too. That sounds like a fun place to be. You know, if you, they lock you up with a loony bin, and the rest of your life, you're in a straitjacket, but you think it's, you know, you're just laughing hysterically and having a great time. Who's the loony? <laughs> <laughs> Who are the other options? <laughs> <laughs> you know, every the rest of the world are you. The rest of the every, world is good either or crazy. everybody or you. <laughs> Those are the only options. Yeah. yeah. Who's the loony now? What about the other loonies who are also? Well, laughing? yeah, of course they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I love this podcast. I'm glad you're having fun. Mm. So the turn is the seven of clubs. Yeah. It's now a complete rainbow on the board. No flush is possible. Sean Buchanan is now mentally uh, committing to this pot no matter pretty much what. Yeah. He's like, well, if I lose here, that is a terrible cooler at a really big time. Yeah. Whatever that happens. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's a way he can't like, like he's got to be thinking in his mind. All right. Assuming like nothing really weird happens board wise, I don't know if there anything could happen weird board wise. He's going to be looking to raise at some point, maybe on the river because she's all bluffy. Yeah, and probably will have to call a shove, depending again what the river is and how it plays out, of course. But it's going to be really hard not to go with this hand at this spot, blind versus blind, five handed. I think yeah. even just blind versus blind. Any over card is maybe I know not great because like she. There's straight, if she three bet shoves, she basically just has top full house, right? No, I, I, it's, it feels like she probably does have top full house. That's bad. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we have to, we, I guess though, we can't worry about that as Buchanan yet, right? We no, gotta, right now we're going to get ourselves in that spot and then decide what we want to do. Right now we're just thrilled. Yeah. Like this is a, as good a card as we could have hoped for. Yep. And if she has an overpair, no matter how we were to improve to beat the overpair, either one would be scary to her. So it's not like there's any like great mm. hidden card that we could have. I think this is better than, I mean, they're both the same. Yeah. Like maybe an ace is even better because we're less likely to have one, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she checks. She is queen high and she checks. Huh. I'm surprised actually. She checks. Why? Yeah. Um, well, cause we were saying that based on how much she bet on the flop and the, all the calls he's going to have, that she would often want to bet the turn. Now, maybe she thinks this is a card where he's going to continue with his king highs. But, you know, practically, it's fun to say that, but practically most people don't continue with their king highs betting it, being bet into twice, you know? Well, that may be true, but I think if she's going to have some cards to check on, I think it, the board pairs are those cards. Those are like, if you're only going to have him. a tiny range of cards that you check on, yeah. it's probably a three or a board pair. Um, that's pretty reasonable. I have to tell you. Because the board was seven, four deuce. Yeah. Yeah. She's got queen three. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's reasonable, especially when the card pairs to check. Cause, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, he's if he had ace high, he's not going to fold ace high now. No, he's definitely going to call ace high again. And he could easily, not easily, but he could have a seven. And, like, it makes it a lot easier to, easier to call with a four or a deuce also. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably a good time to check. Yeah, I don't think he's folding a four on the turn. I don't think he's folding a deuce on the turn. Yeah, I like a check. All right, so she does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shawnee boy is going to start going for value here. Yeah, well, because she would probably check her overpairs at this point, too, a lot of the time. You would right? think she would check her overpairs. I mean, that's a range advantage card for Sean. Yeah. She doesn't you, have... I mean, she obviously, she has sevens in her range, but yeah. all we know about her is that she C-bet. He actively chose to call, meaning that he has more sevens in his range than she has in hers. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to check and he's going to bet 375 K into 1.06 million. And that is not the end of the hand. It's weird. Cause you would really think that'd be the end of the, and hand it is not lot. 
is, there's no further aggression on the street either. That's also really weird. It seems almost impossible that those so two what sentences that means be true. Is that Lampropolu calls with Queen High? Right. Means that she thinks Queen High is good a fair amount of the time. Yeah. It's possible. Let's try and come up with ways that it's good, though. Let's if Sean had any of the very obvious straight draws, there's a lot of them. Right. There are a lot of them. We have a three in our hand, which blocks some of them. Yes. Um, we also have queen high, which sort of sucks, but the straight draws would be... I guess he can have like ace-x straight draws, right? Ace-three, yes. ace-five. He might check those back, but he might bet those. He might bet those. Uh, I feel like he's checking back his ace-high straight draws a lot of the time. He could bet them, and if he improves to top to an ace or a straight bet again, and he check back if he wanted to on the river. So he it's could. Just mostly just a protection bet then? Yeah, it's a protection bet mostly. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he... Th- I don't know what she's doing with ace-10 here. Like, she's just going to check fold ace-10. I mean, gonna, she's obviously calling with No, it. she's not. I don't think any good players check folding ace-10 on this card. Probably not. I think it's a pretty clear check with the ace-3, ace-5 hands. I like it a lot better than betting. It's reasonable. So those, those are things in Maria's favor. Yeah, for calling here because there are two open enders. There's five, six and three, five. I got to believe Sean probably has a hundred percent of five sixes and just three, five suited based on preflop. Oh, cause she made a three and a half. X. Yeah. yeah. It's less likely for him to have three, three, five off and five, six off. I think he could have five, six off. He's in position that hand flops reasonably well. Three, five doesn't flop nearly as well as five, six. Yeah. I think he could. I don't know if he does, but I think he could. So, but if he has five six off, that's that's pretty good for her case here, in that he's got nineteen combos of open enders that he could have. Not to mention the gut shots that are possible as well. Six eight suited is definitely in the range, and I think he might play it exactly like this. He might raise the flop sometimes, but he might play it this way. Yeah, sure. I think he absolutely can play all his straight draws as a call on the flop for yeah. sure. He does not have to raise any of them, including gut shots, as we often like to note in position, especially like calling on the flop with these hands. You can represent a much wider range on the turn when you decide to bet. And as we were saying on the flop, it would be strange and not like a good player to raise a seven on the flop. Yeah. So now we can rep all the sevens, which are a ton of them. Yeah, exactly. This is this is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. It gives you the opportunity to now have trip sevens where it's like not really believe. Now you have to have full houses if you raise the flop. I'm starting to understand this hand. Um, so she calls and I get it. I actually get it. Queen high could be good here a lot of the time. The problem is when it's good, A, we get drawn out on sometimes and we can't really see it. B, when it is when it's good and we don't get drawn out on, we're often gonna have to face another barrel, which is just brutal. Yes, I agree with that. that. That's a reason to get out now, I think. A really good reason to get out now. Yeah, I mean, our equity is not incredible against the range of hands that include even the bluffs. I mean, how, how often do we get to showdown with queen high and, you know, just forgetting about it, even if we win or lose, it's so hard for us to get to showdown with queen high here because we have to call almost always. We're going to have to call another bet. If he checks it back, we almost always lose. Right. So if he, we get to showdown, I mean, it just sounds tough. Yeah. I guess he, he could give up sometimes we need him to, we need him to be the kind of guy who gives up on the river for this to be, I think a reasonable call. Otherwise we just put ourselves in such a brutal spot. We do. I mean, the distribution argument clearly is a fold here. Yeah. Um, I think ace-10 is a much better hand to call with because we don't block any of the straight draws, and Mm -hmm. we don't accidentally call behind, like, king-10 that he decides to bluff with because he puts us on ace-high hands a lot when we take this line. You know? Yeah. So those are problematic things. 
but I actually do understand her thought process, and it's pretty cheap. It is pretty cheap. Now, let's talk about the, his value, though, because he's not just betting trip sevens, right? He's betting, I think, all one pair of hands when, he, when she checks. She's right? going to check over pairs, right? Yeah, she is. So the question yeah. really is, is mm. he betting ace four? Okay. She doesn't have that many over pairs, though. Right. I mean, she raised I mean, from the small has, blind bet once and checked when the a really bad yeah, card. Yeah, she game. has 100% of the combos of the overpairs available, though. She does. That's true. But she has also a huge amount of other things, right, that are not overpairs, much wider than normal. If she opened under the gun, that'd be really different, right? So if, she opened for, if, from the small if blind. Buchanan's betting ace four, it's purely protection, though. And yes. Not trying to get her to bluff. Without question. This is trying to um, just take down the pot right now. I don't it's, know if he's going to do that. I don't know either. There are 11. There are, I guess checking back and letting the bluffy Maria bluff yeah. sounds like a I better think, play. I think a four is a check back. I think it's probably better to check it back. I know that we're talking about it. I, I agree with you. Because, you know, she has all six combos of all of the overpairs except for aces because he has an ace in his hand. Of course, one of the problems with checking back a four, it means that he has such, he doesn't have very much value when he bets. He has plenty of sevens. He has a fair amount of sevens. Yeah. But that's it, right? And if the bluffs are just the straight draws that we mentioned, we can probably get there. I guess he also doesn't bet that much, so that gives him a little more room. Like, he doesn't need to get his bluff combos to be... No, I think the combos are fine. To be that high. If, we, if we were saying, like, 6-8 suited, 5-6 off, and 3-5 suited, that's what we were saying, right? Um, yeah, because he's checking back his aces. So right? from his perspective, we're not going to do any card removal from her perspective... That's a total of 24 combos. Well, he can have 6-8 off, right? If he can have 5-6 off. Okay. Then I, think, I think he would have 6-8 off in position. Okay, then it's 32 combos. Yeah. And then he's got 4-4, four, four, deuce-deuce for value. Okay. You can play both those. That's yeah, six, sure. six combos. Um, he's got eight combos of ace-7. Yep. King-7 off? Probably. I think so. So eight more combos there. Yeah. We're already pretty much there. 16, yeah, already at like 22. Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. So he doesn't need anything but sevens. Great. Um, Good. Cool. We figured that out. Yeah. See, we explored something. Yeah. We didn't explore the toilet bowl, and it worked out great. See what happened, Grant? Yes. This is what happens when you look in reasonable places, Grant. You might actually need more bluffs than what we assigned him, like because we didn't go through all the value. There's probably a lot more. He may have some absolute air. No, no. Remember, we're saying he can have call with like king ten and yeah. just over cards and stuff like that. Like he may call with like eight nine and stuff like that. Where it's like, well, I can eight, turn nine. Well, because it's seven high, you can turn open enders or over cards yeah, and stuff like that. That's that's a questionable one. But but the idea is that like she's going to have to check a lot of turns that aren't good for her. Yeah, and he can often steal with that hand or or improve. Maybe maybe if it's eight nine suited that has the back, back door, door. draw. Yeah, I think that's probably better. I yeah. agree. The hands, hands that can turn into something with a backdoor flush draw are pretty good. Yeah. Overs with two backdoors, reasonable. Yeah. All right, anyway, we're going to head to the river with Lampropolu drawing dead with Queen yeah. 3 on the 7-4 deuce 7 rainbow board and Buchanan with a 7. Pot's 1.81 million. The river's the four of clubs. Yeah. So now Buchanan has top full house. Pretty good spot for Buchanan. He's like, well, now we're really getting it in if we can. We're just going to yeah. have to. Lampropolu checks. I'm just going to say what happens, then we're going to discuss it. Okay. Buchanan bets $1.1 million into $1.81 million. Yep. Lampropolu calls. Yeah. With queen high. Okay. So that's, that's quite a severe call, I would say. <laughs> quite a significant yeah. call. Yeah. Um, How much did she start the hand with? $5.6 million. Wow. So she puts like, like 36% of her stack into this pot. 
or something, right? Uh, it doesn't seem right. Like $2 million? $2 million. Uh, I guess it is about $2 million. You're yeah. right. That's significant. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what do we think about Buchanan's sizing, first of all? I'm interested that he sized it this way, that he didn't go for more polarizing sizing. Uh, he Now, he has an ace in his hand, but she called the turn, right? So yeah. she, we think he thinks she's stronger than she is, of course. Yes. He thinks she really either has an overpair or, or an ace. ace high. Yeah. Um, maybe he's afraid if he, if he sizes it up more than this, he's going to blow ace high off the hand. But... I don't know. I, I'm I'm surprised he didn't go for a bit more here. Like when when Buchanan takes this line, he either has a seven or nothing, right? Right. So, so like, it might as well do polarizing sizing. I would think so. Yeah. And the hand she's calling with, she's yeah, it's like sort of all the same. She can use distribution if she wants to, like pick some of them to call with if she wants to. But it's it is really all the same. It's the missed straight draws, some weird air perhaps, and full houses and really sevens full, like top full house. Probably. All right. Let's talk about if this call is a mistake. Okay. Good. Um, all right, so the, the bluffs are all the same things that we already mentioned. There's 32 reasonable straight draw bluffs right. that we could think of. The problem is if he has, like, king 10. Like, what if he has king 10? Is like, I really Ugh. just got to get it a full day's high here. That is such a freaking brutal spot. Yeah. Is it possible she thinks he wouldn't try and bluff me off of ace high? That seems crazy. No. She called the turn. That means if she's calling here, that means she thinks he's bluffing. Yeah. So... He can have king 10. He can really have king 10. Well, it's less likely than the straight draws, right? Like he's... Okay. Sometimes he's going to check back the turn thinking he's like in decent shape with king 10. Okay. And sometimes he's just going to fold on the flop. He's not going to fold on the flop that often though, right? I think he's going to fold on the flop a decent amount of the time with just king 10. But sometimes he is going to check back. But I think a lot of times he's going to bet. And then, and then when, the thing is, if he has king high specifically, is he going to fire the river is an interesting question. Like, I mean, it's, he's, he's, he's giving, up, he's giving up if he doesn't because he's probably putting her on an overpair raise high. It's hard to put her on anything. It's hard to put her on king high. Yeah. Like, really, you're trying to get her off the chop almost if yeah. you bet, right? Um, yeah. It's an, interesting, it's an interesting question. It would be a complete disaster if he turns over king high here. Yes. Luckily, he didn't. Luckily, he is polarized, yeah. at least. So that's good. Um, that's real good. And if you're sitting there in Maria's shoes, this is the part that I like about it. I don't know if I like this call. I think I need to be convinced. But I like that we basically gamed out that he almost never has fours full of sevens. Right. So now we're down to, like, sevens full of fours, quad fours, quad sevens. That's it? He might bet deuces full because he could have deuces full on the turn. He okay. might still bet that on the river. Yeah, I think he would. I yeah. think he'd bet trying to get called by all the same things. Yeah. Okay, so there's three more combos there. But still, that's... So really, if we're saying... I mean, the quad fours, quad sevens, and deuces full is five combos total. Then we came... Then there's a bunch of combos of, of sevens. Like a lot. Yeah, so it's just... The, so it's the sevens versus the straight draws. We have to uh, and five, do the five math more. on these sevens now, I think. Uh, let's do it. All right, so we have ace seven, all combos of ace seven and king seven. So that's 16 combos. yeah. Queen seven just suited? I think so. I think she made it three and a half X. Yeah. Let's, let's so say just queen suited. seven down to 10 seven just suited. Sure. That sound about right? Yeah, I think so. So that's six more combos. Yeah. So we're at 22. Then nine seven and eight seven off. I guess that seems like it has to be right. Right. So yeah. then we're at 38. Um, six seven off. 
Um, yeah, sure. He's going to have six, seven off there. So then, then we're there. at 46. And then five, seven suited. I don't know wow. about off. What do you think? I don't know. Let's say suited. Okay. We're coming up with so many anyway. So that's 48. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's probably it. Okay. And how many bluffs did we come up with? The bluffs were uh, 32, but oh. we have to remove some because she has a three. Mm. So it's actually 28, I think. Okay. Um, and then random king highs, which Ugh. is not good. But not too many of those, but yeah. probably some. Okay. So if we think there's... We lose to the king high, so we got to put them in the other camp. He bets so little. I mean, he still is betting a lot right, for the, this for The this math tournament. adds up to make this a call from a chip EV perspective. If only from a chip EV perspective. Yeah, yes. only from a chip EV perspective and only if he's betting all of his bluffs this way. Right. Which, which for sure he's going to bet all of his sevens this way. Of course he is. And a lot of his bluffs, I think he probably will give up on, on the river. Yeah. Because he's going to sit there. I know I do this a lot. I'm like, well, now I'm not going to get her. Right. Like, fold. this is a bad card. Now she's going to call with ace high. Yeah. Like, so why am I going to try? Like, it's not worth it. Like, I haven't put that many chips in. I still have a big stack. I'm not going to blow up to the, this, this woman who, by the way, likes to call. It's crazy she's, how she's many. bluffing likes to call. It's crazy how many combos of sevens he has. Yeah, it is. And he would probably play them all exactly like this mm-hmm. while not playing his bluffs all like this. Yeah. So, even so we can really reduce the bluff I think, combos. I think it's a fold because of that. It probably isn't a chip EV call yeah. because of what you just said, yeah. right? Like all the sevens go this way. The bluffs don't all go this way. He raises some of the bluffs on the flop. He doesn't bet some of the bluffs on the turn. He doesn't bet a lot of the bluffs on the river. Like the river's so bad. He's just not going to bluff that much on that river, yeah. right? I think she's sitting there thinking like, oh, now there's very few, like that knocks down some of the value combinations. Like it's scarier, but it's not and it doesn't, right? Yeah, I think it, I think it's tough in the moment. It feels from Maria's perspective like, well, he doesn't have that much value now. It's just a seven, but there's actually a ton of them. There's a ton of sevens. He called the flop. He bet the turn. Yeah, and this is the problem, of course, like we we're talking about on the turn is if he, and this is, I mean, she followed through. I give her credit in some ways where she's thinking like on the turn, well, if the board doesn't change and I'm ahead, I'm still going to be ahead. Well, yeah, certainly. Obviously, right? <laughs> but then she followed through and actually made the call. Yeah which is cool. And so she was prepared to do that. I give her credit for that. However, the board didn't, the board did change in some ways, right? The board sort of like made it like that he would be assuming it'd be harder for him to bluff. Yes. So that doesn't mean to say he wouldn't bluff, but he's less likely to bluff. He's definitely value betting. He's not hundred percent bluffing. Yeah. And there's more value than bluffs by almost two to one. Yeah. And he's giving us like 1.1 into 1.8 or something like that. Yeah, that's right. So it's a little less. It's like 2.7 to 1 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So this we, is probably not worth it, especially when you start to take into account ICM stuff. The fact that you said one of the guys is horrible and everyone else is great. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be trying to take chips off the horrible guy like yeah. rather than Sean Buchanan? Now, sometimes you're just in a spot where you're like, well, it doesn't matter who I'm trying to take chips off of. This is Right, it, right now, I'm putting chips in the pot because I think I have the best hand. I mean, this would have been one of the great calls of all time if she was right. Sure. Like we, this would be... She tried to pull a tie, but yeah. she did not pull a tie. Yeah. It's possible Davidi makes this call too, but I kind of think he finds a fold because well, the Davidi's board... going to get a read on Sean. Of course. That's right. He's going to know. The difference is he's going to see like a micro expression yeah, and be like, right. oh, of course you have a seven. Right. I saw your face do the thing that I only right. I can see. Yeah, right. She's doing gameplay stuff, yeah. which is, I mean, overall has <laughs> served her incredibly well. Yeah. In the, you know, in mid-2017 and early 2018 at least. Like incredibly, incredibly well. So I give her... 
I mean, one thing that this is that is interesting, even though she probably should have found a fold because of all the things we're saying, is I like that she had a plan and she wasn't easily shaken from it. Because it's I, I see so often people have plans that are not real plans. They're like yeah. fake plans. Like, well, yeah. I'm going to call. The, and, then, and then they get to the spot and they absolutely don't follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think, hugely problematic in poker. Even though sometimes you like follow the plan, you're like, this isn't going to work very often, but... It's part of a a, meta, a bigger strategy. You know, there's metagame implications too, where it's like, well, I have to bet this. So when I bet the other things, it all, you know, it all balances out. Right. Um, against this type of player anyway. So I, so I give her credit, <laughs> even though she was very wrong this time and probably should have found a fault. Yeah. Probably. I think that probably, but it's more reasonable than I initially thought it would be. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but I certainly would have just check folded the turn myself. Yep. I would have been like, see ya. That didn't work out. I know you're bluffing sometimes, but what am I going to do? Right. What's the plan? Call, call. I can't do that. And she's like going past that too. She's of course like, I can do I that. Can, I can call, call. Yeah. And Sean Buchanan's like, you sure can. That's right. <laughs> of course, I mean, as we know. She wins the tournament. She anyway. wins the tournament anyway. He finishes second, actually. So this pot may have helped that a little bit. So they both ended up doing very, very well. She hits her second seven-figure score in... Uh, in like eight months. Which is something that you see a lot in poker these days, but you you see it because people are playing 50K, 100K buy-ins. It's right. a lot easier to have seven-figure scores. Both of her seven-figure scores are in 10K or less buy-ins. Yeah, these all have over 1,000 people entering. Like, that's that's a real rarity. And honestly, to, to, to win at this final table with this competition, yeah, super impressive. Very I don't impressive. Know, I don't know who was at the final table of the other one, but like... And also just watching her, I've only watched the first like four episodes of the PCA, this, the, the edited PCA stuff on, on uh, yeah. YouTube, but she's playing well. Like she's, she, I think she's playing really well. So at least so far. I think so too. Yeah. And she, the way she abused the bubble was great. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. She was getting really good players to lay down hands that they, they're not really supposed to fold, but the, the spot was a little too big and they just decided like they're never folding in any other spot, but. Even though it was very obvious she was doing it, you know, she was raising almost every hand and putting huge pressure on it. It didn't matter. It still worked. It's kind of amazing. How many people in the history of poker have had two seven-figure scores in a 12-month period that both came from 10K or less buy-ins? We were talking about this just before the uh, thing, and you brought up Greg Merson. Greg Merson is the one obvious example who did it within the course of two weeks. He won two tournaments in a row, the 10K six max at the World Series, and then the main event. And you're saying, and you remember that the 10K six max wasn't. It was like a one or 1.1 million for first. I know. See, yeah, Joe Cotta won the 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 six max. I think this year, or but but I don't think it was for a million dollars or anything. It was for 600K or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, yeah, he he did hit a seven-figure score there too. Um, So. I don't know. Now, in truth, though, Merson, like, didn't he take, it was several, it was, he was a November Niner, so actually took several months off in between the two scores. True. So technically, we could say, but or he so did she. So basically did she. there by the time he got to but November 9th. to do it within the course of a calendar year is really spectacular. And yeah. I'm the, they may be the only two people in history. It's possible. I don't think Phil Helmuth even has a seven-figure score. I don't think he does. Yeah, that's crazy. It's really rare. I mean, you almost never see this, right? Right. In a non-high roller event. A 10K event, it's really, really hard to hit a seven. We just happen to be very good friends with somebody who has one in a $1,500 event. Yeah, that's which true. Which you know, kind of skews the imagination in one way. Toward, Does it? And like how easy it is to yeah. have a seven-figure yeah. score. Like, oh, yeah, the guy went, was a roommate in college with one, 1.1 million. Nope. So come on. It's easy. No big deal. Yeah, no problem. Him and Maria Lampropoulou. Anyway, that was a nice hand for Sean Buchanan. Yeah, nice hand. And he got second, though. Yeah, you know, still pretty good. She just kept calling him and... 
never had it again. Well, that's one way to do it. He did get win six hundred and seventy three thousand dollars. So it's a profit of six hundred and you know, sixty three thousand. That's pretty good. Is that his biggest lifetime score? Um, I don't know. He's got almost seven million in lifetime earnings. He's probably got a bigger WPT score. He probably does. I think he's won a WPT, so he probably does. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, done with that one. Right on. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.